Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey y'all! Welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's your girl Cat Daddy and Jazz the Forty Ounce Connoisseur. And boy, oh boy, it's hot outside. It's not officially summer on paper, but we're already checking some summer flicks out and all that other fun shit. Yep. Because school. By the time y'all hear this, school will be done. School's out for summer, bitch. I just I'm- had to. I need to breathe. Please. Lift Can every we get a- voice and sing. That's where I'm at. Till earth and heaven ring. Okay. Okay. All I, the verses. Let me tell y'all, this school year whooped my ass, man. I, <laughs> whew, it was square up with me. They was banking me. 2021 and 2022 was banking me. I have been drugged, dragged, whatever the word is, mean care, to the end of the year by the remaining four edges that I have. And that is the sentence. But that's not what we talk about. We talk about I Know What You Did Last Summer. We're here to cover this franchise. There are three movies. Yes, there are three movies. Because I know somebody was probably like, what? Yes, yes. There was I Know What You Did Last Summer, which came out in 1997. Mm -hmm. I still know what you did last summer, which came out the next year, 1998, because boy, they was pumping them shits out. Yes. And then they took a break. And then there was, I'll always know what you did last summer. And that was like 05, 06. I think it's like 06. Yeah, I think it's 06. There you go. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's 06. 06 was a year. So um, it was. It was. Listen, I'm the class of 06. So I'm just like, it was a year, bitch. It was, was a year. I was a sophomore slash junior in um, 06. High school. I was in the movies, though. I know I was in the movies. Like, movies that came out in the early aughts, I was in the theater. In the, like, late 90s, I was in the theater for those. I don't think I saw this one. Wait, no. I didn't see the first one in theaters. But when they said Brandy was going to be in the next one, I think I ended up in the theaters for that one. I feel like I made 
an executive, you know, plead with my mother. Hello, look, it's Brandy. It's Cinderella is in the movie. I need, because that's the only Period. Cinderella I recognize is Brandy. I don't that care. That is Cinderella. That's Cinderella. I, that cast Cinderella. was perfect. Cinderella. It was perfect. Listen, it was the best Listen. one. And it was the best voices. And now really debate your mother. Tell me who sung better. You got Whitney Houston and Brandy. Girl, undefeated. You cannot. Top tier. Vocals. No one's going to debate with you, actually. No. Because I they have not. now had their voices stolen. There is no room to debate. Not like Ariel. <laughs> yep. They took your voice. Just like that. Oh my gosh. Shout out well, to Ursula. Just like that. Not well, okay, Ursula was a queen. I did love Ursula, but Ursula the just badass. I mean, Ariel was stupid. You gave up your voice for a man, girl, you dumb. Yeah, clearly. You're fucking dumb. Like, mm. why would you do that? I think mm. you don't even know. You don't even know him. Mm. He just cause he got feet. Girl, get your ass back in the water. And then also you making a deal with a scammer and you thought they weren't gonna scam you. <laughs> <laughs> She's naive. <laughs> But Ooh, girl, you know, it's, it's just like a child. But it, girl, still take your ass back down to Flannel oh. and them. You doing too much. But yes, I know what you did last summer. We mm-hmm. are here. Um, it's a good time. This is coming up like right after Scream. And <laughs> if you if you're listening to this, we did Scream. Literally, was it week before last or something like that? Not too long ago. Yes, um, so we're talking about these movies that came out, these slasher flicks that came out. Like we did Urban Legends. All these things came out within a three year succession to each other. Mm-hmm. Like they was hitting back to back to back the slashers came out they were kind of not this one wasn't super meta i don't think it didn't feel that no. way urban legend and um scream yes but this not so yeah. much but it did bring back the slasher although this was not one of my favorite slashers i still liked it really? yeah I, I i liked it as a kid it was fine but because the plot was so confusing like when i was a kid i was like who is the killer why did they do because I, I couldn't wrap my brain around it like as a Adult, I understand the plot more, but it's still convoluted. Like, it, the plot is, mm. and then Jennifer Love Hewitt, I liked her because I loved Can't Hardly Wait. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why I like that movie so much, but that is why I really was like, dang, I like Jennifer Love Hewitt. She's cute and she has brown hair, and I liked that too. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then all that movie was just really chaotic. But I was like, oh, yeah, I like that movie. Mm-hmm. I like this. And I don't know if Can't Hardly Wait came out the same time before. Let me look at this year. 1998. It so came it came out, out after. Right after. Okay, so that means... okay, They were probably filmed around the same time. Because I'm like, well, when well, did... One, um, clearly, one what? Because I'm just looking around like, okay, 19... Oh, I know what... You, I, I'm trying to look at. I still know what you did. Like somebody came out '98. They came out the same year. Cause I'm like, did I Girl, see? Can't hardly she wait. Was working, first? working. I or, mean, but listen. Yes. I wonder if I saw. I still know what you did last summer first. Cause you know I love to see a sequel oh, first. Lord. I don't think so. I. That's why I'm like, did I see this in theater? I don't know. Either way, if I saw them in theaters or not, I was pressed to see Brandy. I was pressed over Jennifer Love Hewitt because of Can't Hardly Wait. So maybe I didn't see these in theaters because I think I saw Can't Hardly Wait. Nope, that's a lie. Never mind. My brain is made of soup. All these things were mixed within the same like uh, two year radius. Mm-hmm. So you know, I liked all those movies. I liked Jennifer Love Hewitt and Brandy. That's pretty much the conclusion of all of this. So I, I was like, yeah, she's a final girl. And then I watched the movie and like, oh, she's a final girl, huh? She could have been a better final girl, but also, I, I don't know. I just don't know. She just gave soft, confused, oh, this is bothering me. I don't know what to do. I'm conflicted, but I'm not going to really 
take no hardcore actions. Oh. And I I didn't like that. I was annoyed by that even as a child. So <laughs> until I don't know. But would I watch the first two again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I am. I'm going to watch them again. I might watch them 4th of July because I feel like that's like, that's law. Like Halloween, I always watch Halloween. The month of October, always, July, I always watch I Know What You Did Last Summer. It's law. What do you mean? I'm walking with you. Um, I didn't see these in movie theaters. However, this was a blockbuster rental for the family. We, as you, we already hear several times on this podcast, as a family in my life, we always rent horror movies. That's just what we're doing. That's what we throw in the cart. You know, we throw an action in there every once in a while because maybe my father's not feeling the slashing in the blood guts and ass we put in the cart. But it's always going to be a horror movie. Um, action! I'm the action that, movie fam. I, Terminator. Unless it's the Underworld series. Now, that came out. We, that For some reason, the Underworld series has a... It literally has my, me and my family in a chokehold. That, That's so funny. The Mummy. Okay, the mummy, yes. Me and my grandma Jean was in theaters with me, bitch, to see the mummy. Both of them shits. I we was in the theaters having the time of our lives. We love Brenda Fraser. I think it's so hilarious that you and your family like Underworld. I like Underworld too, but my family was not fucking with that series. The, the mummy, yes, but no one was watching Underworld with me. But also, I'm a big werewolf fan. I fucking love werewolves, y'all. And the Sims just got a werewolf pack. I'm gonna get that real soon because I got the vampire pack. So are you going to do a vampire versus lichen? Absolutely. I might create an entire world where everyone's either a vampire and or werewolf. I well, you can't, can't be both, I don't think. World. I know you're going to be a vampire. I'm going to be a werewolf, but we're going to be friends, hopefully. I think we can be friends. I got to make sure first. If not, I just have to be human because I'm not about to give up friendship for werewolf. I'm not Yeah. You might as well just be a vampire at that point. No. Uh, a you keep contact. Like, you, a, like a werewolf suit. Like no, jacket. you you just want me to be a vampire so bad so we can all live forever. And I now will Listen. we have on great outfits? Yes. Will we go to yes. the club? Yes. But also, I don't really, I don't think I really want to drink blood every day to sustain myself. I think with werewolves, you don't have to eat the hearts every day or whatever you got to eat because you definitely be beating people ass. But oh yeah, yeah, you, you definitely, definitely ass. whooping ass. Yeah, you definitely you're reckoning you're, you're, you're killing humans. Not every night. Full moons. Full moons. Full moons. Um, unless when they you had a back to back nights, <laughs> every night. But unless ass. or unless you're um, one of those lichens that could just change, then it's just like oh. I'm mad. Hmm. Do you you know what? We'll get into that. And also, gonna... that means that you um have to defeat Santa Claus. Oh shit! You're right because of that creep show up. Girl, I'm not trying to fight. Santa Claus came in there with that Missy Elliott big ass talking to me, <laughs> and I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> also, I feel like if someone has not sampled "Socket to Me" for a villain intro into any kind of movie, um, is whether it be MCU, whatever the fuck, that they're missed. That's a missed opportunity because the beat to "Socket to Me" is the perfect villain intro. I love it. Slow it down. I just, I'm sorry. Let's get back to this movie, but werewolves. Make sure forever. you give Jazz your credit when you take that idea. That credit when you take that idea, listener. Yes, please. Um, LOL. I mean, yes. Not LOL, please. Just just shot me out and give me a sandwich. Period. Or put some dollars in your account because open your purse. Yes. Um, But, you know, basically the premise of the first movie is these four teens um, they are out here. They was liquored up. They was swerving and swerving around these curves, and they hit a man. Shaboom! 
They ran a person over and then they tried to use white privilege to cover it up. That's not what the description says, but that's essentially what happened. They chucked that body in the water and then they thought, you know, they was in the clear. Whew. Guess what? They're not in the clear. Somebody knew what they done did and now they are sending them threats, letting them know they got them fucked up and I know what you did last summer. And now they on the run. And that's pretty much the first movie. Um, I'm going to give an overview for all of them since we're here so we can just get rolling into it. It just feels appropriate. Um, the second movie is a continuance of that. So you figure out, you know, everything that happens in the first movie and, you know, uh, they think the shit is over. But guess what, bitch? It's not. And then add a little island spice on it. And that's the second movie. The third movie. I'm actually going to hold that description until we get there because it's not like the first or the second, but it is. Um, and it's a little controversial between Jazz and I right now. Um, so, spoiler alert. Yes, we are here. Um, it's about to get controversial at the end. Um, oh my God. I'm watching the second movie in the background. I looked up and I seen Jack Black in that motherfucking dry ass wig, bitch. Okay. I, not him dancing around trying to holler at the bitch. Also, I, mm -mm, mm -mm, Jack Black, Jack Black, please. Leave us I alone. am smiling so hard because I have one note about that. I have a different note about it every time I see the movie. Bruh. And of course, this is a movie I've seen a lot. But the note I made this time, it was like, no, this is pretty much just the question. Like, I'm not going to pose it now, but I'm here. I, I, I have the pen and pad open, bitch, I'm Randall. I have the pen and pen open, bitch. I'm Randall. Uh, we'll get there because <laughs> I have something to say. Because you know, me and Sheree always talk about bad wigs. That's Sheree from Nightmare on Fierce. Please pull up on our dog, um, her and Trent. That's a good time. And pull up on Blurdy Massacre and pull up on the altar tapes. We are on several, you know, she on several podcasts. We on two. We in this bitch. But gang, gang, gang. I. Let's get into the first movie. So let's pull up. We're here. Movie number fucking one. Um, we have these teenagers in this small town. It's always white teens in the small town. This movie is overwhelmingly white. There are no characters of color to my knowledge unless they're in the background and I miss them. No, not a soul. Not a soul. It's just a white people, white town. That's where we at. Um, and... They're living their lives. It's towards the end of the year. They're thinking about what they're going to do for after high school and stuff like that. And they're at like a dance or a party somewhere. They leave. They're like, let's let's blow this popsicle stand, man. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here, bro. Um, yeah. And we leave. And it's Julie played by Jennifer Love Hewitt. And that's the reason why I was like, yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt. And then we have Helen Shivers, top chair, Sher Michelle Geller. Um, Geller. Woo! Geller, Geller. Yes. Okay. Ryan Sarah Michelle Geller. Um, is it Ryan Philippe or Ryan? I feel like it's Philippe. I call him Ryan Felipe. That's what I've been calling my whole life, but it's probably Philippe. Um, I'm also the person who occasionally likes to say Lacoste. I know the E is silent. Fight me. I, I love you so much, Kathleen. <laughs> He's playing because <laughs> you know I know that <laughs> Felipe Lacoste. And Ryan, oh, and Ryan Felipe had a uh, real cute hair. Because everybody, all the boy bands had the same motherfucking hairstyle. All the white yes. boys had the same hairstyle. Yes. That one's in Hollywood. Boys. Yeah. That, uh, no. It was more so in um, sync because Justin Timberlake had them platinum bleach blonde curl locks. And then over time, they realized the bleach was, you know, whipping their ass. So then they try mm. to add a little honey blonde into it. And I was like, do it curl like that? Or is that what y'all, what happened when you get a perm? It's like a pack of noodles. Um, we're it, dude, like, yep. Yeah. 
Freddie Prince Jr., Ray Bronson. And I also, I thought Freddie Prince Jr. was real hot when I was a young Warhog. I don't know what it was about him, but I thought he was real cute. Now, as a grown-up, is he cute? Yes, but he's very stupid. Therefore, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I think every only movie I movies? see him in, it, only in the movies, not in real life. I don't know him in real life, geez. I'm not trying to call him stupid, but in the movies, he's always playing like a himbo kind of character. And I'm like, oh, he's really hot, but kind of insensitive, but not very smart. Also, like he was, they did. Yeah, go, I'm sorry. No, go, what you say? Kind of like they would do with, um, what's that? Uh, Keanu Reeves and how Keanu Reeves at one point would play, yep, yes, and yes, especially earlier in his career. They had him playing the same kind of character every movie. And that's also, I felt the same way you feel about Freddie Prince Jr. Like, I can't think of a time where he played a role. And it could be more newer stuff, so to be fair. But back mm-hmm. around this period, like, almost every film I saw him in, he was probably playing, like, that heartthrob. I'm that guy who's not really a shithead, but also, like, I'm hot because my chin is chiseled. And I'm leaning Shut- in and I'm keeping looking smoky-eyed. And then I get back and I'm like, ha-ha, I told a joke. You know how that little movies will go. Girl, what? I'm fucking screaming, but oh, my chin is chiseled, period. Because that, Bitch. You know they lean in. Because they no, try to do face. that with Ryan Felipe, too. But then they had him in Cruel Intentions, and that movie was mm, that movie was weird. I have not watched that movie all the way through because I know kind of what happens, and it makes me uncomfortable, so I just yeah. won't watch it. Yeah, y'all can keep Cruel Intentions. And I've seen bits and pieces of it because it used to come on, what, HBO or, you know, one of those fancy channels where if you had the cable, it would just come on. And I just was not. The girls used to eat that movie up. And I'm just like, you know, I I was like, y'all can keep it, bitch. I'm watching Blank Man. Bye. Okay, yes. (laughs) Yes! Come on, Blank Man. I love Blank Man, bitch. Mm, Oh, God, yes. I think it's on like Pluto TV or something right now. So I'm definitely oh, going to add that to our um, little Juneteenth watch along. We're recording this during, during Juneteenth weekend, by the way, guys. So right. shout out. I know it's going to be over, but I don't care. Black 365. I don't give a fuck. Period. 366. Uh, we in here. Leap year every year. Not leap year every year. I mean, time is really a concept. It's made up. I don't know. I don't know. Time is slipping away from me. So that's all I know. But yeah. we know what you did last summer. Time uh, gr- is group of young children well they're not young children young adults um yes. they are teens getting ready they're to go 27 to okay they're not 27 but they're not they're 27 year olds playing teenagers yes they're not that old they're, but they're in their 20s definitely <sighs> and we out here they end up on the beach getting drunk and doing stuff and telling a story you know urban legend about a hook man who did blah blah hoop blah and then they get here this is the part this is one of the reasons i don't like the movie as a grown-up right when i was a child because this is the major plot point. And this is in the trailers. On You know, we know that they hit someone. That is a main drive. Because it happens very early in the movie. Right? So, when I was young, I was like, oh my god, they did a crime. They hit this person. Oh no. I can see why they would be trying to hide it. I fully understand. As a grown up, y'all are 17-year-old white people. Three of you are rich. Y'all hit this man by accident. And they talk about, they can't, they're can't. they not going to believe us. Yes, they are. Three of y'all say that one person was sober and driving. They're going to say it was an accident. At mm-hmm. worst, you'll get manslaughter. You might not even go to jail. 
I don't mm-hmm. understand why you did this. And the man, you don't even know if he's dead or not. Y'all didn't take his pulse. I don't think nothing. And then he coughing and shit later. He's not even dead. Y'all could have just saved him and paid him a little money and he would have been the fuck okay. He would have been all right. But no, y'all decide let's commit murder instead. Yep. Instead of manslaughter by a car where this dude just jumped out. And you know what? You might not have even been liable if he was just out in the street and shit. Because depending, depending on the state and shit, if you're just like out here, Harlem shaking in the street, they might not be like, well, oh, they might take you to court. Here, girl. Yeah, no, you hit people in DC, you're going, you're going to, you're going to jail. <laughs> you're going to jail. I, even if it's a green light, if it's a green, even if it's a green light, and they just walk in the street, you even if I decide to start doing the heel toe in the street because I don't want to hold up traffic because fuck you, this is what yep. I want to do today. If you hit me, you're going to jail. Yep. And you know what? It's not even that bad because most of the time people do not, you don't have a bump on your ass. So most people are not trying to even do that in traffic because it only take one motherfucker who don't care to hit you and you are going down. Yeah. And just like you said, it was just really gross. I absolutely agree with you. I truly believe that they would have got off if not scot-free, unfortunately, but you know that's how life be working. Um, They would have got off with a little tat on, tap on the wrist and somebody would have had to pay a hefty fine. Um, and they would have been right as rain back in the community. But, you know, they decided to make a pact and they were like, just promise us. Like it was a lot of like, you know, people getting wild and shit. Um, and they kept that pact until, you know, a year later, somebody was like, ah, ah bitch. Thought it was. Thought, Thought it was. It was. Exactly. It's always exactly a year. So first let's start, get the snapshot of what happened when it hit everybody because this kind of carves out everybody's personality you got ray who is again played by freddie Prince jr he's like oh i'll just say i was driving i wasn't drunk so you know he has the big eyes looks like a little mm-hmm. kid like oh man and then you got helen who is listening to um her bitch ass boyfriend barry who really is just violent as fuck but you want me to believe he's violent but he's literally what 150 soaking wet he's not like a big guy he's not a big man um so he's but still, he's very angry I don't know. He's, he's very angry though he's like he was threatening people he was shaking motherfucking um julie up and i was like ray you gonna let him shake your girl up like that Mm-mm. It, it's just knowing that um that two of these people this movie ended up married later <laughs> it's just it's such a it's it's so it speaks so much to the time especially because at this point in time like as a side note y'all um, a lot of films that came out around this period, this 1995 to 2000 period, you saw the same day players over and over again. If you throw in Heath Ledger, you throw in all them other folks, you probably got the same motherfucking movie. Who that girl from Can't Holly Wait? Well, no, not Can't Holly Wait. What's that other movie? Um, She's All That. You, These the same people. I've never seen that movie. Oh, okay. Go ahead and watch that. But also, these are pretty much all the same movies. Except for 10 Things I Hate About You is that girl. Never seen that either. Wow. I don't really know what's happening, but I'm going to need you to go ahead and change your life right now. I'm going to need you to go ahead and press play on that. I'm going to turn around and Kat's going to have a DVD dropped into my room and expectedly pointing at it. Bitch, you better press play. That's what she did with Rock and Horror Picture Show. She made, Even though I don't like musicals, she pulled out was like, we are watching this today. Come on, friendship time. I had a good time, though. But, I, no, I the white teen movies, they're white teen movies, okay? Like, 
I if I had cable, they might have been on. I might have mm-hmm. considered it. But a lot of the my thing was the VHSs with the stack jinx on because I could watch it whatever. Those had all the you know black classics on there like Players Club, How to Be a Player, okay. Friday. I was watching a lot of that. And again, I loved Can't Hardly Wait. I don't know. I caught it ran in the midway randomly on TV, and I was like, "What is this? I love it." I found the name, and I ended up finding the whole thing. I used to watch it whenever I could catch it on TV. This is one I didn't watch a lot of white coming to age coming of age stories. So a lot of those popular movies from in the backpack I didn't watch, but I watched Love Don't Cost a Thing though. ATL though, Roll Bounce. I saw them though. I saw I the saw, above. Yeah, this, you know, I saw those. But yeah, I mean, I understand. I just missed out. Like when they were talking about what is that other movie you were telling me about that? I was like, I haven't seen. Was it was one of those older like white coming to age stories? And I just. Because my oh, mom didn't know. give a fuck about those either. So she didn't tell me to watch them. There. She wasn't watching them. Oh, I watched Clueless. That was my girl. I loved that Clueless. That was cool. Clueless was cool. I know Although the twist at the end is really problematic. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, Same that's why Mean yep. Girls might be better, better than Clueless. Just for the simple fact of how it ends up going at the they end. They really be trying to force these siblings, this this like kind of borderline incestuous storyline on me. And I'm like, it is. God, it, it, what it is It gives this? me... Pornhub title. That's what it yep. gives me. My stepbrother's hot. They do that Ew. in Gossip Girl too, and I'm like, ha! What's I going don't like on? That. I don't they like. They do that. a couple other things in Gossip Girl as well. That's nasty, bro. XOXO. Um, I feel like a lot of times, uh, and I don't know this for everybody. I can't speak for you know all black people, but a lot of times your half brother is not like, oh yeah, that's your brother. You know, your stepbrother is your brother. There is no, like, that's your brother. You just call him brother. At least in my family, it's like, that's not no half. Even if it's a play cousin, that's your cousin. Don't know. That's your cousin. You're not related. That's your cousin. We've made that your cousin. Therefore, y'all are now related. Yeah, I don't know if Hollywood got that same memo. You know, they got Mm -hmm. a lot of other issues on their plate, too, but... um... You know, we also... Back to you describing these characters. So... Freddie Prince's character, right, whether it's in a horror movie or something else, once again, still kind of playing that same person, that like charm, that charming guy who's real likable. So, of course, he would nominate himself. And he's like, girl, I'm going to lay on this bullet. Like, I'm going to just lay on this so we can all be Gucci. Like, I know y'all got stuff y'all trying to do. Like, you know, I just end up, you know, being another guy who's a fisherman in this town. So I'm just here. Um, but I'm going to just, you know, pretend. And then if the cops ask me something, I'm just going to be like, it was it was me. And, you know, it just. Because he was poor. And then because Barry brings that up. You always wanted to be one of us. Girl, shut your ass up. Fuck Barry. Really? Truly. Like, I don't even know how the hell y'all was fake ass uh, friends together. I'm tired. You know, when Barry get uh, snatched up, I, mm good that's what you get that's what you get in front of everybody but anyway they get away with it because they decide to dump the fucking body they put the body the body's in the fucking ocean sea whatever and it opened it eye, its eyes the man like hey i'm not dead but they they leave it in there and it's gone away for like a year and they go their separate ways so hella shivers was the the queen of the town prom queen top tier outfit and she thinking she about to go to new york and be that bitch her parents and them own a clothing store and her sister worked there and it don't work out she working at the store right julie went to college you know we don't really get much of how she's doing in college well no yes we do she's not doing that great we'll talk about that later because i feel like yeah she's not doing that good and then ray is just a fisherman he's here and barry 
is not really he's just drinking and st- i think he's still at his parents house or some shit he's not he didn't really go anywhere this shit didn't work out for him i don't think either way it's not that important about his story because it i mean it ends later but they end up meeting back because they get in letters like bitch i know what you did bitch okay i ain't forget the north remembers pepperidge farm remembers everybody remembers we know you sneaky ass bitch we see you okay and they're like who gave you this letter they're all yeah. meeting up who told no one else knows and the first thing they do is like when they were out there that night they saw um somebody named max paid by johnny galecki i think that's his name they see him and you know they got in like a little spat earlier that's why they had left the party but he left mm-hmm. right and so they think it's him they think he saw them because he would be the only person out there no one else was out there so they pull up on him and barry roughs him up and tries to fight him and he's like i took care of it did you did you take care of it he don't even know what no. the fuck you're talking about Barry, like I said, once again, doing the most, thinking that, okay, well, this has to be the guy. So let me just go ahead and take him out. Like, hmm. he had it coming. Dum, dum. Dum, Actually, dum. they all have it coming. This is one of the movies that I really don't feel bad for. It's this one, Prom Night. Is that the prom? Yeah. The kids let the kid fall out of the window yep. situation. Same shit. Mm-hmm. I do not feel bad for you because you have it coming. Yes. You fucked up. You injured someone. In this case, y'all was so pussy. You not only injured them, you literally like damned them to death. Right? And then, yep, I called him pussy. And um, now you sitting up here trying to live your life. You you are clearly fucked up from it because now you have this haunting serious um what is this um story and situation on your spirit. You know, life is life in. It's not really going the way you thought it was going to go. And now one by one, somebody is contacting you to get you hoes up out the paint. I don't feel bad for you at all. Don't. And Shake don't. the table, bitch. Because you could have really told somebody. Just like the kids who let that person fall, they literally, they might have gotten in a little bit of trouble. They were absolutely not going to jail in prom night. They were like 10. Okay, that was an accident. That was dead ass an accident too. Yep. Okay. So I'm like, y'all could have literally just got away with it but whatever now you're here and now you're fucked and they're fucked good good for them good for them uh they're not all meeting arguing with each other and shit is going left but then a message they get a message because the person they just the fuck pulled up on max died first and poor max because he ain't even do shit he ain't hit nobody he ain't know they hit nobody why he gotta die why he gotta die because you know it's always gonna be a random body they gotta throw in there before they really spice it up and take everybody else out. I too was a little confused by his death because he was just an innocent bystander. But you know sometimes like you know he gotta get to practice killing. Mm-hmm. Well, they kill his ass and they um they know he's dead because they mind they bit. Of course, they already got letters now. Bad shit is happening to them. So somebody try to hit Barry with the motherfucking car. Right, they whoop his ass. He in the hospital. Okay, they cut Helen Shiver's hair off. Like, does that mean they was in their room cutting her hair off? Which I'm like, damn, they got the back of your hair too. How did you not wake up? I don't know what's going on here. But then for Julie, she go out to her car, pop the trunk. It's crabs and a fucking corpse in there. And I'm like, bro, what? And then when she come back and bring the friends to see it, it's gone. How's it gone? Or at least how do you not have a, a, a minimum of smell? left behind by this corpse and these crabs. I don't know, girl. I know the ocean water and food and stuff be boofing like that. But I definitely think that the corpse would have heightened the smell because it's already different level of corpses there. 
Yeah. Like it's smelling crazy. Absolutely. I know it. I know it smells wild in there. But either way, the corpse is in there. Now we know niggas fuck with them. And Ray show up. They think it's Ray now. And Ray's like, I just got, I got a letter. I don't know what you mean. And he looks stupid. He's not really giving any really good explanations. He's just like, I don't, I don't know, man. It's not me. So I'm like, okay, well, he's suspicious at this point. And they think it might be him. But they go to Helen Shiver. She did. She won the prom queen. Jane. She took off of work with her mean. Her sister's mean as fuck. Why is her sister so yeah. nasty? Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I felt like her sister was nasty to her. Maybe she was jealous. That's the only answer I can come up with. Like, Helen was really out here trying to get to the top. I think her sister thought that Helen thought she was better than everybody because Helen was like, oh, I'm about to be a model. I'm about to be in these movies and shit. Bitch, fuck you. Your little ass shit and came back and had to eat crow. And her sister's like, now look at you. Look at you. Look at you. But either still, why would you want to push your sister down? You are still clearly jealous because you're the older sibling. Why would you hate on your sister like that? You're a hating ass mm-hmm. bitch. Also, I just would have fought her. You're not going to come in here and keep talking <laughs> to me crazy. I'm going to whoop your ass. Every chance, as soon as you go look at you, little fucking failure or some shit, I would have literally got up and threw something at her ass. Bitch, don't stop talking I'm to screaming. me. Yeah, we would have fought. It would have been Monday up. Night Raw every day of the week, bitch. I would have oh whooped her ass. I would have been hitting her with steel chairs. Girl, <laughs> fuck off. Ma'am, not the steel chair. From the top rope. From, Ma'am, please. from the top of the stairs, bitch. Boom. DDT that bitch. You look like motherfucking Matt Hardy in the air, bitch. I'm tired. Um, yes, it's me. It's just sad. It's sad. Like, really, you don't have to hate from outside outside the club because you clearly get in. Like, no, you can't be, you know, the top flight model of the world. We all can't play those roles. We all have different roles to play. You can still be supportive sister from the side. It costs you nothing to support her. Literally nothing. And now you're wasting all this time and energy hating from outside the club. It's sad really sad but you know what you get what you get because she doing her little thing she up there at the parade this girl is singing terribly i'm um, not terribly but it's no one's really having a good time during these talent performances and barry thinking hey, i'm not gonna let nobody hurt you because they see the dude on the parade barry get his ass got and helen screaming like no somebody help him also how can he help from the top Helen is surrounded by people like nobody's about to run out and stab her why are you up here by yourself you're the isolated one idiot he's up here and gets murdered he gone and they don't find the body so they think Helen is just losing her mind and Mm -hmm. next is Helen Helen like oh no somebody's after me man whatever and they and in between this they're trying to figure out what happened and they pull up on Ann Hatch who's like Melissa who's like the sister of somebody who they think might have did it the dude who like um died that same night and they're trying to Billy Blue they're trying to figure out who are all these people who is who knows who's killing like doing this that's where you get the thing where I think the was it Billy Blue who like hit someone by accident or something like that and then he um died like he um Trigger warning, committed suicide or something like that. Might have. But then the dog... It was just a whole lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really know about that plot. I mean, we only see Ann Hatch like twice. Because they go in her house trying to pretend. Like they trying to get... They car broke down or some shit. They're terrible actors. They didn't really get... You know. (laughs) Again, I think... um, her friend is better than her because Julie is mm, Helen Shivers like let's have a plan let's do this that the third and she's really kind of like yeah given the better acting performance the more natural acting performance it when it comes yeah. to like acting in front of um and I keep calling Anne Hesh, Melissa to do, I'm like y'all look suspicious please leave this woman's house she is 
I will say as a side note also, because I'm bringing up the, bringing it back to the Helen Shivers, there are a lot of people on this planet that think that Helen was robbed and Helen would have actually been the better final girl. And I, I agree with you, but also like it's something in my heart for Julie Corny ass trying to make this shit work. Like I really, she's just really, I know they tried to really boost up the docile girl. And be like, girl, you can do it. So our our final girls, our final folks, don't always look the same. Um, I don't know if that was done on purpose or not, but I'm going to walk with you, girl. I'm going to give you that, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but Helen would have been a stronger character, but that's okay. Um, we're going to see Helen in another lifetime when she plays Buffy. <laughs> and Buffy is pretty good. I have not seen yes. all of Buffy. But Buffy I did Summers. Yeah, I did used to catch some of the Buffy um, oh, I've episodes. Seen them I have not. The finale Maybe made one... me cry when I first saw it. It was really weird. I'm sure we'll cover it one day. Although that's going to take um, like at least three months commitment of me to catch all the way the fuck up. Um, so, you know, we'll do it because we do do. We do do. <laughs> we, we cover shows here. We cover shows. But, you know, shows take a long time. They take a lot of your time. So can't cover them like that. You got to spread them hoes Indeed. Out. You better start watching True Blood. Fuck. Oh, well, it's summertime. I'll start watching True Blood. I'll start watching True Blood. We're here. We're here. True Blood's coming. We need another vampire episode also because we haven't covered vampires in nearly two years, over two years. Um, and we've seen so much since then. There's always more vampires to discover slash discuss. Let's ride. Now I'm thinking about like, damn, I really told a professor dude that I ain't like the vampires like that. And I'm like, mm, I'm eating my words. I'm eating my words. You see that? They all come around. They all come around, but I'm not turning into a vampire, Kathleen. When I come around. That's me playing music. <laughs> Kathleen, please. Girl. Anyway. Anyway, everybody's pretty much dying. The killer kills, not only kills uh, Helen, but kills her fucking sister. But her sister deserved it. I didn't care. I was happy when her sister died because fuck her sister. She was fucking me. My sisters would never treat me like that. And I'm the little mm-hmm. sister, so they would never. I was just like, ew. Why y'all? So no. F- no. I was kind of sad about Helen, though. I was sad about Helen. And she was so close. The parade was like right fucking there. That was so rude. But she kept looking back. So, I mean, you, you made a rookie mistake, big yep. mistake, um, and it mm-hmm. cost you your life. I'm very sorry that happened to you. Um, so, after that situation happens, now it's just Julie and Ray. And Julie's like, oh, my God. And this is all after the, what are you waiting for? When everyone mm-hmm. was still alive. What are you waiting for? Please, spinning around in a circle. Um, so, now we're at the point where they're trying to figure shit out, and they end up on a fucking boat. Um, and on they're on a boat, bitch. bitch. They on a boat. And it's that Billy, I think it's called Billy Blue or something, something ridiculous. And Ray shows up on the boat. So now she thinks it's Ray, but there's another fucker on the boat. And it's like, it was me. It was I, Dio. Um, I got to stop. I need to finish watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, I love that. It was, uh, that shit, Dio was a super villain. He was such, he was born to be a hater, dog. Like, mm-hmm. Dio was the biggest hater I ever seen in my life, bruh. And I liked it. Like, not like I like hater shit in real life, but on a TV show, he really committed to hatering. He bring the drama. He did. He brought so much drama. I kissed your bitch. What's Ooh. up? He was just a fucking Ooh. hater. Oh, man. Dio. Either way. 
We're at the point where Julie's like, I'm on this boat. And there's a, a fight ensues. It's pretty much a fucking showdown. And the killer person actually loses their arm and gets the hook for real. Because at first they were just holding the hook and mm-hmm. slashing people up. This time the arm gets chopped and then it's just, they put the hook, like, well, they don't put the hook, but the, there's no arm. They lose the fucking arm and hook. And they end up in the water, but we don't find a body. We find the hand and that's it. But they are fighting. I mean, the fight scene is all, I'm, the, it feels weird because the boat feels bigger than it is. I feel yeah. like, hey um, man, movie magic, movie magic. But he literally gives a spill. You should have made sure I was dead. Make sure it's dead. I'm like, okay, girl. Yes, but also he's right. You should have made sure he was dead, and then he died. I guess again. The Listen, end. I. <sighs> Y'all really push these murderous tees to somehow uh, make everybody feel guilty for them and they went and tried to kill a man again. Y'all should be in jail. Literally. Because he, he had very good reason to kill your ass. Like, yep. And he couldn't even go to the police or nothing. Like, he should have just went straight up and went to with these motherfuckers hit me with their car. No. Uh, yeah, well, girl, listen. And then murderous the car probably got, like, it's dented up. It's got blood on it. Your non-existent parents ain't say shit the next day. Like, what's really going on? They probably covered it up, as they tend to do. Lord. Mm. Can't bring shame well, to their clean white name. Mm-mm. Sure can't. So, yes. Uh, and, uh, well, you know, Julie and Ray, you know, they kind of just. date again, sort of, because they kind of broke up when they weren't talking and shit. So, they're together. Ta-da. So they get together (laughs) and then we're going to the next movie. And I don't know if this is like another year later or what, but. I think it is. I feel like it is. Um, And I still know what you did last summer. Yes. So now we're in 1998. We're here. Brandy's in this bitch. This is the reason for the season. Everybody done showed Mm. up for Brandy. Carla Wilson. Yes, who's her roommate? She always got a black roommate. I don't like that. You, it's always a black sidekick situation. But Brandy does survive in the end. We already hit the spoiler alert. Thank so goodness. I mean, although they forget about her for like twenty five minutes, and then she just shows okay. up like I'm not dead. But I'm still happy she's not dead. Anyway, where she can survive, I don't care. I'll take that. Kind of like when LL Cool J came back out of nowhere. Surprise, bitch! I'm here. Like, oh, okay, it's cool. But that you know what? When you bring up, we already said spoiler alert. Scream. And how Sydney's black roommate or black homegirl housemate um, ends up dying over that foolishness. I'm yes. so glad that Carla was able to overcome that foolishness in this movie. In fact, Carla was sitting up here trying to push for Julie to have a new life because, you know, she didn't went to school. And this is summer school. Because once again, Julie is not doing that well in school. And mm-hmm. she, you, fi- you the movie opens up with her in class. and is, First, it opens with her having this dream and you see her walking into this church and she got these heels on and, you know, she's still having trauma from what happened that summer. Um, and so when she wakes up, she's screaming in the class. The teacher looked like fucking Colonel Sanders. And he's like, Julie, what's going on? Like, you know, coming at her ass because she's sleeping in the class and, you know, make a little sideways comment because she's screaming and shit. So she and Burr, she leave. And Will just follow behind her. And now we kind of see where she's like, you know, trying to go through this process, this trauma and this dream and this embarrassment. And he's just like... Hey, girl, and if somebody dilly ass is fucking throwing fireworks on campus, I said, Lord Jesus, like, where are y'all at? So, but we know she goes, uh, Julie is away to school in Boston. And so um, later on, we will write shortly after that, Ray pulls up and Ray and Julie are not doing good at this point. Like Ray is really trying to throw his life into this fisherman life. And he's just feeling like, 
you know, Julie is just doing her own thing and they're kind of growing apart. Um, and they keep trying to make Fetch happen, especially when you get to this part where, um, you know, after we're introduced to Carla and Carla is really trying to push Will on to, uh, you know, Julie, like, girl, you need to get you a new man in your life. You know, fuck Ray. You know, Ray just out there living his life. Girl, you was young. You were at school. You know, this is, you have all the time and space to meet all the new people. And her boyfriend eventually pops up, Tyrell, played by Makai Pfeiffer, screaming. Okay, every time he probably be Makai Fife, I just yell that bitch. No, <laughs> I always think you have the right to lose control. Yes, <laughs> that video, y'all. First of all, in Vogue, don't let go. Top tier, top tier R and B. Vogue, top tier, top tier, top tier. The That's in Vogue, right? I didn't fuck it up, right? No, you're right. Okay, in Vogue. Yeah, you're right, girl. Nope, nope, you're right. Because sometimes I'm um, trying to say escape, and I'm like, that's not escape. That's not no, escape. And they no, are very different right. groups, and they both are great. Yep. yep. Check them both out if you like R&B or if you try to get into old school R&B. Brandy, Escape, and In Vogue would be great on a playlist together. Do not play. Do not play. Oh, yeah. Throw a little Absolutely. SWV on there as well. Yeah, yeah, girl. Oh, and backing up. And Ray, when Ray and Julie are having this conversation first in person, right, it's because Ray is trying to have Julie come over and chill for the weekend. But he wants Julie, it's basically it's around the 4th of July again. He wants Julie to come back to the town. And Julie is like, girl, I am stressed. I am traumatized. I'm trying to leave that old life of murder behind. You know, I ain't really trying to be in that town. I'm just, girl, I'm about to start my new life. And Ray is like, so you want to leave my life behind? Because he's still working in the town you know, working on the docks, you know, working that regular negligent job. So he's taking offense to this. And I don't know how, for some reason, he's blocking out the fact they just ran over a nigga the other summer. And, you know, I can understand why somebody just don't want to be in that town no more. Cause that person always going to whoop your ass. So you go always think about how you had to run him over again and try to kill him again. Like, and all your friends died. Don't you want to leave? So they're having that situation. And then, um, Julie, she reeled out. She, you know, she in her feelings. You know, we also, she, she got 50,000 locks on her dough. She carrying mace. She carrying all this other shit because you're not going to pop up on her again. You know, even though she the reason why you mad. She said, listen, I forgave, I forgave us. So you need to forgive us too. And if you keep coming after me, Mr. Murderer, I'm going to tase you, bitch. I get why you're mad, but I think you should stop being mad at me. So I'm going to have this pepper spray ready for you. And so she's in here and she shares the space. Um, with Carla and after Carla, you know, first of all, I hate how I understand how, um, how Julie is traumatized the whole scene where she pulls up on Carla with the knife because she thinks somebody's in the house and you as a viewer for the second think that someone's in the house too, but actually it's Carla trying to take her clothes. And I'm like, oh girl, why we got to get introduced to Carla this way? I don't understand. Um, we get a little nod to, uh, what's her name? Helen in this one too, like you get to see, you know, this moment where Julie is touching the picture frame because she's thinking about her friends and that's nice. Um, but you know, like we said, Carla is really trying to get Julie to start a new life and then they win a contest, they get a phone call and they win this contest on there. You know, I'm going for it, don't even care. And when they win this contest and they're just like, yeah, girl, the radio DJ calls and said, he wants to know, ask them, what is the capital of Brazil? And, uh, Yes, Jazz. Let's just come on in. Guys, it's not it's not what they said. I and you know, I'm someone I do wanna say up front, I wanna preface this with every time I took geography, um, I got like a C. I'm not very great with directions. However, my um teacher in Spanish and Brazil is not a Spanish speaking country, also. Need y'all to know they speak Portuguese. They don't speak Spanish, but 
they just was like, yeah, girl, we just go say it's Rio. And I'm like, that's, but that's, that's not, that's not the capital, dog. That's not the capital, um, please. Now, when I was a young Warhog, I didn't know any better. So I was like, cool. It, that's the capital. It's not, it's like Priscilla or something. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing is, I know people are probably thinking, yeah, I would have looked it up. It's 1998. Did you see the size of that house phone? There is no, I'ma just look it up for all the new friends here. You know, those of us who are um, not old enough to remember or didn't really get a chance to experience those those things. You can't just go and look something up. You either you got it or you don't at this point, um, unless you have an encyclopedia in your house. Because uh, everybody didn't have a computer in their house, okay? Everyone, every building did not have access to the internet. That was a luxury. That was a bonus item. Uh, and if somebody was able to finesse you that shit, I love that for you. If your family had money to have that, I love that for you. Also, it was dial-up. So ain't no way that house phone ringing and you about to be on the internet at the same time. So there's no way they can just, you know, look up this information. They already have it they don't. But they won. And they're going on a trip to the Alice girl. And they're like, you know, we're going to take these people. And Julia's like, I'm going to call Ray. So she calls Ray to tell him to come on the trip. And Ray's basically like, <coughs> I got to work. Not I'm sick, but I got to work. Um, and his his doc is like, you know, because he's still giving Julia a hard time. And he gets mad because he was like, oh, so wait, you can go with your friends to the islands, but you can't come with me. No, I can't come with you back to this town where I murder somebody, bitch. It's the beach. Don't you want to go to the beach? Why are you acting like a fucking sourpuss? So he acting real stank. His workmate saying he acting stank. You know, and I hate, he, as soon as he hang up the phone, you know, you did wrong, right? And I'm like, your, your head is so far up your ass. Why do we even have to write this in here? I know this couple has to have some sort of turmoil, but this is going on for too long. Can we just make them break up? And then Julie could just find herself again on the island and Will just so happens to come on the trip instead of, well, now Will's coming on the trip because Ray acted stupid. And Julie out here looking even more dumb because she got her fucking bags on the curb. And um, Carla's in a pit trying to support her, but also Carla's sick of her shit. I like this about Carla's character, to be quite honest. And she's like, Julie, um, he's not coming. He basically gave you a maybe, which is enough. I need you to move on. I need you to be strong. And you need to forget his phone number, bitch. Like, you need to go to the islands. You need to shake your ass. You want a trip. Because they're still under the guise that they want this trip. And, you know, we just out here and we celebrating. Okay, so outside of them having the wrong answer, right? Because, you know, we can say red flag. Because, you know, it's a red flag period. But once they get to the um, the docks, the first thing you notice as the viewer, you hear somebody say something about the weather. The weather's coming up. It's getting crazy. Um, we see Derek the dock hand in this fake-ass, island-ass accent. It's, oh my God, who wrote this? But even after that, they make a lot of emphasis on, like, everyone's trying to leave. So... Why is no one asking questions about why they are arriving to an island at the end of the season or a season break situation when everyone is departing? Like, y'all are the only guests for real, for real on this island. What's going on? That wasn't weird to anybody? I mean, well, that was it was weird to them because when they got up there and they walked to get their keys... And they were like, oh, okay, we're here. Let's get our keys together. And the dude was like, yeah, we have... Because they were asking about what's available on the office, you know. Yeah. 
and or what's available on the resort. And he was like, well, we got five staff that's about to do whatever you need them to do because it's off season. It was like, what the fuck you mean it's off season? Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, it's about to be, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like winter for us because it's storm season. And that's why, you know, everybody's leaving and they're rolling their eyes like, so nobody's about to really be up in here. So this vacation is kind of whack as fuck because ain't nobody in this bitch. Um, I'm like, come on, bro. This is... Mm. But how are y'all still allowed to stay... Well, Jeffrey Combs, who plays um, yep. in the reanimator, is in here. As soon as I seen his face, I literally turned my um, my mouth to a frown. I I know that I am about people about to th- start throwing tomatoes oh. at me, and I, I don't have no problem with Jeffrey Combs at all. I don't. But reanimator, hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. We have an episode on that on Patreon, but mm, y'all can yes. Either way, but I like him. You know, he's he was real sassy. He was like, "Look, it's off season here, girl. Get the pretty much take these keys and leave me the fuck mm-hmm. alone. I don't even want to be here, love." And I was like, "I understand. I understand." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a good like you know they call themselves having a good time. You know, everybody off cool. Here's what I did not like. Also, as soon as they got their keys and they started walking onto the property. And step out into the scene to see what the fuck's going on. Because it's right before everybody's leaving. The last boat leaves at six. Here comes Jack Black's character. What's his motherfucking name? Titus. Here come Titus. I was like, this is the most racist shit I didn't seen. Particularly when I revisited like this day. Like recently, I was like, oh, this is the most racist shit I've seen today. Um, because, you know, it was a rewatch. Not in life. Just that, that particular day. He literally breaks his goddamn neck to get Makai Pfeiffer's character. I can't stop calling him Makai Pfeiffer. But Tyrell, literally, you trying to get some bud? You trying to score some weed? I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? Like, first of all, who wrote this? Why is Jack Black wearing this wig? What is this wig? What is this hairstyle choice? Who greenlit this choice? I just have a list of preguntas. And I just need somebody to answer like at least five. And I, I dare one of you motherfuckers listening to this podcast to go, ain't nothing wrong with this wig. I dare you. I said what I said. Listen, I, if you don't think nothing wrong with this wig, I there's no, we don't, we fundamentally disagree. Okay. Fundamentally. Please. Because girl, everything is wrong with that wig. Even if it were straight up, you ain't have a problem with white people wearing locks. And I do. Um, it, it would it, the, the locks didn't even look good they looked really really bad they looked terrible um and it wasn't even like they was a nice hair like done nicely it was done poorly it looked bad it was racist he had a fake ass fucking accent whatever y'all want Titus guy shut your ass up this is not all right and then why you pulling up on the niggas accent do they want weed and shit then you I, you know what I'm not I don't he know why did he, then he has locks and he's smoking like like y'all kind of trying to associate like you know what I'm real it was a sick shit. stereotype it was too much it was very racist I don't care and then on top of that one line I did enjoy Brandy looked at he was like whatever you want what don't you want something from me and she turned around yeah I need I want for you to take a bath and I was like yes yes tell him to bathe was that an ad lib I don't know if it was an ad lib or not but Brandy literally told his ass to take a bath and I lived yeah. That was actually one of the highlights of the movie for me. Um, let's get into some of these kills and when it gets shaky because, girl, it gets shaky. Titus gets killed. Amen. Um, you know, a couple other people die. Makai Fife, the way they... His ass gets hooked up and dragged up into the motherfucking uh, grease air machine. I said, this don't make no damn sense. They didn't find 
one of the housekeeping guests, people all tossed up in the damn dryer when they're out there trying to investigate her ass is blood. And it just, Carla getting her ass whipped by the killer, like Jazz said, and we thinking that, you know, she gone. And I'm glad she is gone, but not gone, because they made it seem like she might have died. You don't really know. She They just basically forget about her, but for her to trot out later, I made it back, baby. And I'm like, yes, God, thank you so much. And then we get down to the nitty gritty of, oh, and while all of this is happening, right? Ray has really, you know, remember we said he decided he changed his mind. He was going on a trip. I I have questions, but okay. Uh, just in the timeline of things, because once we fill out, find out, you know, the big, you know, the who. Um, so Ray, he's in a truck, he's riding, um, just trying to make it to, you know, uh, make it to everybody before they take off. So this is why Ray never makes it. Um, he's in the truck, his coworker in the truck. They pull up on the scene. It's, it's dark. They ride on these back roads. And there's a car that's kind of swerved over on this, like, you know, single lane road, um, swerved over into the ditch. And there's a body laid in the ground. And the coworker says, hey, man, let's just drive to the next town and call 911. Mind y'all, because ain't no cell phone. Me. Ding, 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 ding. This is the right thing to do. He said, do not get out. Because all I'm thinking is, you know, this can be a scammer. Unfortunately, you got to think this, but you have to like, you know, to play it smart. This could be somebody who's really hurt or this could be somebody who's trying to fucking scam you and set you up because people be doing that. They be throwing, they, they be throwing like dummies and shit on the road so they could jump out and get your ass like a motherfucking booby trap. I know you're probably, somebody's probably thinking, wow, they really do that? Yes, sis, people really be doing that. There's also a thing where people are like, throw some shit on your car window and then try to block it out to like obscure your vision. And then they hijack your car. People do all kinds of wild shit. Okay. Um, and this is the nineties. It's all kinds of wild shit happening outside before we even get to the now. Mm. So, um, Ray goes, no, man, I got to check this out. The coworker is sick. Okay. Ray gets out the car. Um, it's a dark road, dark back, think of dark back country road. And, Ray goes over to inspect the body. Oh, forgot to back up and let y'all know Ray wants to propose to Julie. Still don't understand why he's acting like an asshat and he wants to propose. To, this is not making sense, sense to me at all. Like, oh my God, Julie, please. Um, So Ray gets out the car, goes to check the body. And when he checks the body, he looking like boo-boo fool because it is indeed a dummy in the middle of the road. And he turns around, the coworker getting yanked up and hanked up by the damn hook out the car. Um, They getting fucked up. Everybody's getting stomped out. Uh, Ray ends up in the hospital, which delays him. So letting you know, as all of this is happening from the journey prior to the island, getting to the island, the shit happening on the island, Ray is trying to make his ass to where they are so he can get up with Julie. <sighs> Girl. So we get to the big old climax situation where we find out that Ben is not just some person that is going to school with Julie. Oh, no. Now this shit pit this this shit really not Will, excuse me. Not Ben, Will. And I just gave it all away. Will is Ben's son. And I was pissed because his name is Will Benson. And then he goes, Will, Ben's son. I was like, no, no, no. Who wrote this? I hate everyone. Um, we, I'm like, you didn't even have to do that. He could have just, you already have him explain it. You don't have to put it inside of his name. That's stupid. One. Two, why do they have that magical Negro in there doing like fucking um, ritualistic oh, shit? Oh, girl, I mean, yeah. Estes, I'm sorry. I tried to put that character out of my mind. No, I did not. I'm The North remembers. I ain't like that they did that. Like, what was the purpose? What was the reason? And then it was a whole backstory of all that happened on the island. The maid, who the black maid dies. They put her in, the, they find her in the washing machine, bruh, or the dryer. 
did some shit that was fucked up. I ain't like that. I mean, Jack Black dies, but good good for him because you better off dead than wearing that wig. Bye. Big piece of A-Town Down vibes. So, yeah, they basically get Will and then Ben show up again because he clearly ain't dead. So, Will and Ben tag team and whooping ass. Um, and I'm just like, I'm tired. Like, let's just wrap it up. The timeline's not making sense. I'm over it. So, basically, they die and um, everybody's dead and Ray and Julie make it up off the island. But then when you find out when Julie's at home, because, you know, they try to do that, oh, oh, like the I get you in the end, you know, like, uh, I guess Ray gets in the shower and then, you know, Julie gets hemmed up by the ankles and maybe gets sucked up under the, you know, it's just stop at five. But they don't because we get I'll always know what you did last summer. But guess fucking what? This movie, when it came out, 2006, didn't even know this was a thing until like now. Um, they don't even really, they don't bring back any of the original characters. It's a whole new team of people. The only person that looks familiar to me, um, who is this? The guy that plays Colby because he's in Final Destination 2. Ah, uh, girl, 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 girl. Okay, so this movie, a group of kids, teenagers, um, decide right before one person is about to go away to college. So, so I guess everybody else like juniors, one person's a senior and girl, I don't know. Yeah, because when he comes back, there are seniors that just graduated and it's still July 4th. A group of teens uh, decide to put together this prank where they are talking about what is uh, the, excuse me, the the hook man or the fisherman they have as a goddamn urban legend now. He is morphed his, the killings that happened the two years prior or the four years prior, however many times has passed, I don't know. But in the past, is basically an urban legend situation. And um, these group of teens pulled a prank around that, um, which actually resulted in the real death of their friend. Prank gone wrong. And now um, the teens, you know, they played it off like, oh, there's an actual killer out there, blah, blah, blah. And they played that story up. But the way that this story is going is somebody's pulling up on them like, I know what y'all did last summer. That wasn't no prank. That wasn't no um, actual murderer. Like, it was a prank. But here's where things get muddled, right? Because we, before I dive into what this story does, we're getting, we get two different movies, probably five different movies, but two different kind of genre movies in one. At first, the movie makes it seem like it's a slasher, like the other ones, just like a regular Douglas slasher. It's a guy, they're out there, they're just doing stuff. Um, and then when we, you know, of course the friend dies, which is terrible. And I, we're going to go into that a little bit. But then when it switches it up, flips it and reverses it, you find out that it's actually a supernatural slash, excuse me, supernatural slasher. Wow, wow, my mouth. The final is a supernatural slasher, and I have like fifty question marks go around my head because I'm like, y'all are really going to force this urban legend story down my throat and really make it like this nigga is an urban legend ghost and it's not an actual whodunit story. No, I'm tired. Yeah, no, absolutely not. First of all, this movie felt like it was made for $10,000 and a um, JVC camera or some shit. I don't know. It really felt cheap. It felt like everyone had on Kmart outfits. Um, but I mean, uh, granted, it was early. So I know that people were dressing like that. The camis with the uh, lace on them. I do remember those very um, vividly. However, the pl- the writing was trash. I didn't care about none of the people. The prank was 
the prank took so long. He was running around with the costume and then he still had the costume on as the person had already died. Like they see you in the costume. How come no one is saying, Hey, yeah, I saw the guy hook man. He was literally had his mask off laughing, cheering when a friend has fallen off the damn roof and shit. And I also feel like they spent a good chunk of the budget for that roof kill because it looks yeah. practical. Um, and I'm like, that's where the budget went to this roof kill and everything else is, mm. I was just watching the movie like, wow, when will this be over? Because the plot is so muddy. It, it, it was one of the worst movies I've seen this year to me. Um, this year, just this year. Now, I, I don't know if it's the worst movie I've seen ever, but it's mm-hmm. it's not far up. It's, 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 I feel like right now in my life, this might be down on the bottom 30. Bottom 30. I'm screaming. Um, because, um, I mean, there's so many terrible movies. Mm-hmm. But this one, because it's just boring, it doesn't really do anything super cool. And then it's just like the story don't make sense. The acting's not great. There's not great shots. The quality's mm-hmm. not that good. I'm trying to find something redeeming, and it's really difficult. I have to dig, and that is what's making it. You know, and I know somebody made this movie and they took their efforts and did it. But you know what? I just I couldn't get with it. I couldn't get jiggy with that shit, bro. I understand. I really feel like if we would have stuck to one angle, like if you would have continued on the, it would have been really like, oh God, I would have been expecting it. One of the, because they make it feel like one of the police officers are actually the killers in this movie. Like, you know, one friend, and they first they make it seem like it's the group of friends. And then once, you know, the friendship group, the main group of the kids, Amber, Colby, Zoe, um, Lance and Roger, plus minus, plus minus, once they start, um, you know, dying off and they're realizing, oh God, it's not us. And then they're like, okay, cool. Like, sorry, second movie's on the background and the way Jack Platt just trotted into the scene. Bitch, I told you. The That's where the I was. Sandals, he was like, trot, trot. Hey, racism, do you want to buy some weed? I'm like, can you get the fuck out of here? They should have sprayed him with water like a cat no. that's disobedient. Bruh, they should have. But the wigs would have still been dry, bitch. Okay? Let me tell it you something. Just... The wig literally haunts the entire series. The entire franchise is haunted by that wig. My scalp itches. After the characters start picking off and dying, you think as the viewer, and the characters do too, think so too. Excuse me. They think it's the um, the sheriff and one of the deputies and the police officers that are trying to seek revenge and... We quickly get that story put to bed because, no, for some reason, the killer is really now a supernatural urban legend character. And I'm like, hold on now. Now, I did think that I I, I was... Here's why I got pissed. Because I'm sitting up here thinking of somebody else and I see this boogie uh, boogeyman-ass face mask when that damn hood peels back. And I'm like, bitch, I know I'm not seeing no Halloween Horror Nights mask right now. I know that's not what I'm seeing. Does somebody have a mask going under the mask? Like a, a double whammy kind of situation. No, okay, this is what we're doing. I feel like if we were going to do this, we should have been doing this the whole time. Like I think this should have just been the storyline. But also, this is not a storyline that I wanted. And I kind of felt like it was small hints to that too, that it was going to be something super, supernatural. Because when we see the kind of threat of the, I guess the you're next or whatever, whatever in the bedroom, and all the uh, the words are made out of ripped up pictures, all the eyes are ripped out. And for two seconds, I was like, so they're giving us a little J-horror? Like, this is what you're giving me? I've seen this before. Um, Juwan, the grudge. You're going to rip these eyes out? And I've seen this before in a better movie. What are you doing? Right. 
I feel like if they would have found one lane and stick to it, it would have been higher than a 3.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, maybe it would have been a five. Maybe. Uh, it's no, it's not. It's not fun. I mean, I don't know what it has on. What does the score for? I still know. I will always know what you did. I will always know what you did last summer has a 3.4 out of 10 for IMDb. I still know I would know what you did last summer has a 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb and then a 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> oh, yes! Seven. And then hold on. I know what you did last summer has a 5.8 out of 10 rating on IMDb, 43% on Rotten Tomatoes, and then a 52% on Metacritic. So I ri- this whole shit is chaotic. Wow. Okay. So for the first movie, I give her a... Six, six point five. I enjoy her. I'll watch her again. It's not my favorite um, because all these others came out were more entertaining to me personally, but not bad. I'll watch her again. Uh, the second one, also, I mean, um, Jack Blackwick definitely takes it down a notch. The Magical Negro takes it down a notch. Um, the plot points. Then on top of the Ben Sun, the writing, it's a lot going on. We're gonna have to give her a. I'm giving her a six because Brandy lives. But if Brandy didn't yeah, live, she would have had a four. Next, we're moving. And they killed Makai Pfeiffer. I don't forgive them for that. The last one. Brandy has that one, one is dress. the one. That one's the one worthy of the 7%. Maybe 10 or, you know, 15 or something like that. That's the one where I would put it in the teens. Uh, because it's just, it's I can't really find much of value for me personally from that. It's a movie. That's all. That's all I got. That's exactly what I said. When uh, so my partner had asked me how I feel about the the newest one, and I was like, I did not hate it, I did not love it. It was literally a movie. It was just like, oh, I watched something. I don't feel like I know I'm never going to get that time back. It was a movie. I really just feel like, like I said, they should have just they should have just had one lane and stick to it. And honestly, I find myself watching if I do a rewatch of any of these movies. I find myself watching I Still Know What You Did Last Summer more than I Know What You Did Last Summer. And I know it's just because of Brandy. Period. Listen, R- Brandy really makes it. It's like you had chicken wings and your chicken wings is cool. But then Brandy was the sauce and the sauce is good. And they put the sauce on there. And you're like, all right. All right. We're going to take it. Just Brandy getting into this horror shit is like when the mac and cheese touches the yams for me. And I know someone's will be like, ma'am, sis. And I'm like, yeah, I said what I said. I said what I said. I feel that way when I see a few of our faves come in the movies. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. It's a whole dinner plate for me. Yum. Yum. Yep. I support this. I support that. And again, I was interested in I Still Know What You Did Last Summer only because of Brandy. That was it. That was it. The first one I saw it's possible. it. I, <laughs> the first one I saw it, I wasn't like, ooh, I'm about to watch this. I, I happened to see it. But the second one was like, Brandy, I was like, oh, no, I'm going to see this. I'm going, this is happening to me. I'm ha- I'm going to pull up on this. Again, it's a good time. Uh, the first two, I, I recommend watching at least once. They're worth a watch. The third one, I cannot recommend. But if you want to, it doesn't really finish the story because it doesn't really yeah. add on to the story. So you can pretend it never happened because I did not know it happened until kind of up in like 2020 or something. I didn't know there was a third movie. I was like, what? There was another one? You're joking. What? And it was there. I think we're okay with not knowing Mm -hmm. there's a third movie, especially because like it's not necessarily a standalone movie, but it's something that exists in the same universe. Um, It could have been done better because even if you were going to go that route, like there was so there was so much space, room, and opportunity. And I don't want to shit on somebody's work because you know I know it took time and effort and all kinds of money to put this together. 
But I really just felt like if you, if one, in in a particular world, you stuck to just one vision instead of trying to throw so many possibly great ideas at us, this would have been executed a bit better. I probably would have been able to receive it better. And I know I'm not alone because the people who's doing the ratings and shit, they was cutting you up, bitch. So I don't really know. Um, but if you are curious about checking out this movie, I'll always know what you did last summer. Or if you haven't seen any of these films, or if you just feel nostalgic, you want to check these out. And if you have access to HBO Max, all three of them are on there at the time of us recording this. Um, hopefully this is a part of like their summer lineup because they usually put a great, because they have like usually a handful of different slashes that go with different times of the year. Um, so I feel like, like Jazz said, this is on this one. So Pull up on that and get into it. You probably can rent it on most uh, video on demand platforms yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, what HBO likes to do is do collections. So it has all three movies because it's, you know, 4th of July. So they're about to do that. And they love to have a collection because I think the Nightmare on Elm Street collection might still be on there. And if, like Mimic is on there. There's a few things on Species might be on there. There's a few things on there right now as we're recording that you can check up. But, you know, pull up on this. Let us know how you feel about this. Do you feel like Helen Shiver should have been the final girl? Do you? How do you feel about Julie James? Um, did you see the third movie? Did you know it existed? Did you find out today where you today years old maybe what did you think of carla's clothes because i thought they were fucking fantabulous i'm looking at them right now yeah what did you think of jack black's endless week? looks bitch no 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 <laughs> no, no, no no um but That's yeah a party scene week but you can let us know at grltspod at gmail.com. You can pull up on us at Girl That's Scary on most social media. You can also pull up to our Patreon for extra bonus content if you like extra episodes or if you want to vote on our monthly Patreon pick. You can pull up on patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we also have a website, www.girlthatscary.com. You can find all the links. Pretty much we're available everywhere you listen to podcasts and shit. Thanks for listening. You know, we are appreciate you rate us five stars for five star chicks you know okay. wherever you listen if you can if you if you rock it with us you know we appreciate you um you know sometimes but sometimes you know if even if it's not five stars thanks for you know rating uh, hey i hello. understand you know i mean thanks for gotta listening get some feedback. Too. yep so yeah we're out this bitch um we well it's almost fourth of july i think this comes out right around after fourth of july good times Surprise. um hope you good get had time. a Oh God, that song was not about good times. Standing in a chow line, (laughs) but you know, layoffs. Yikes! I hope y'all had a burnt hot dog. Doom 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 doom. Good times. And peace out, y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.